Welcome to the heartland of America, as the World Wrestling Federation presents the first ever King of the Ring extravaganza. Tonight, eight of the toughest superstars of the WWF will bang heads in a grueling single elimination tournament to determine once and for all who is the King of the Ring. WCW's Nintendo Top 10 Challenge Tournament from 1992 with me, per usual, Dan. Dan Rice, how you doing? Doing great, man. We got a late night edition tonight. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Long day, long day, but you know, we're here now. We're doing it. Talking about the illustrious, infamous Nintendo Top 10 Challenge. The tournament everyone's been talking about. I believe if you Google it, you get the cage match result number one, and number two is a Reddit post saying, "Can someone explain this?" And no one explains it. Yeah, no one seems to understand. So, and all right, let's get some background here. You suggested this tournament. Yes. What glued you to this tournament? To my knowledge, you did not see the results before you made this decision, but that may be incorrect. No, I did not see the results. I, like I said, I spent a lot of my time just like if I like decide I want to watch a wrestler, I go to Cage Match, click the wrestler, and see if they were in a tournament. And I think for some reason, I think I was on Dustin Rhodes. And then you see the lineup, which we're about to get into. And I'm like, well, this lineup is awesome. Like, of course, this tournament will be awesome. I don't know how I've never heard of this. And plus, WCW Nintendo Top 10 Challenge is, sounds hilarious. What a great bit of nostalgia the two of those things yeah. together. Peanut butter and jelly, potentially. The lineup is as follows. Steve Austin, Nikita Koloff, Ricky Steamboat, Dustin Rhodes, Rick Rude, Terry Taylor, the tailor-made man, Larry Zabisco, Cactus Jack, Vader, and Ron Simmons. So I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. And the conceit of this tournament is WCW had a top 10 ranking system. Obviously, these would be the top 10 of those rankings. The only one I heard were 
was able to parse the commentary of the number one was Rick Rude. And I don't think WCW really understood where everyone else fell on a day-to-day basis. I'm gonna defend. The, I'm gonna defend them and let you know that I know for a fact who one, ten, two, nine, three, and eight are. Wow, impressive. Yeah, four through seven. Who knows? Uh, and this is taking place in across Augusta, Georgia, and Saint Petersburg, Florida. Mostly Saint Petersburg, Florida, and it's going to be crossed. WCW. Worldwide Power Hour and main event. Yes and no. Yeah, no? What do you mean no? Well, the real issue we had, and this was the, the trouble, is it was actually all across World Ride. But let me pull up my notes here, at least scroll down here. The nineteen the nineteen ninety two May twenty third episode of Worldwide is missing. Like no one has it. People are going to say they have it, but they're, we're all working off the same list, and uh, they no one no one can find it, no one can down, like no one to buy it from, no one to download it, and that features Ron Simmons versus Steve Austin and Dustin Rose versus Larry Zbysko, but WCW recycled their stuff, so I was able to track them down on power hour and main events that they reused later in the year just not mentioning that they took place in this tournament Dan can I be honest with you yeah it doesn't make a lick of sense to me doesn't I didn't want <laughs> no. I, was, I was not born yet at, at this period of time but let me tell you that does not make a lick of sense now let me tell you how I found these is I just start looking at random Dustin Rhodes versus Larry Zbysko matches and Ronson versus Steve Austin matches from 1992. And there are very, there's a very distinctive group of people in the front row with two people for some reason dressed head to toe and completely in white. And I was like, if I find them, I know they're still in St. Petersburg, Florida. And lo and behold, they were. So we were able to watch those two matches, even though we're missing the actual worldwide show they're supposed to be on. We're in the year 2023. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we should have to do this, Dan. No, I told you, I was so confident. I was like, well, 92 WCW is out there. We'll just watch it. And I had to send you messages later going, hold up. It's very confusing because you say that, oh, they reused it later in the year. No, they used it like in the next month. This is not like six months of, hey, we're approaching the holiday season. We're taking some. The, the dates are lighter for the winter. This is just, hey, we're doing reruns a month later. That and it, doesn't it's make crazy sense. because they have different commentary over it. They're talking about shows that are coming up that wouldn't have been coming up a month earlier when it aired on the May 23rd episode. Are they treating find. it like these matches are brand new? Yes. Okay. That makes sense because yeah. for half these matches... I feel very silly now for half these matches. They do not reference that I was watching. Do not reference the Nintendo top 10 challenge. It's like, damn, this show is term is really getting buried here. Like they do not give a flying fuck about the Nintendo top 10 challenge. You know, I know. And that's why I don't know where Dustin, Larry, Ron, or Steve are in the rankings because we don't have their (laughs) actual first round matches with the commentary as 
they were meant to be seen. Oh man, that's good. I, I, and on I, top of that, one of the two semifinals just doesn't air at all, ever. I'm actually not sure which one that is. Well, you, you didn't watch it. Well, it will. Correct. But I <laughs> do you want like, to cover s- the first round and then I get into? Yes, let's what's do going that. After that, okay, let's do that. Um, there, I think there I, is a way to figure out who did it first. Yeah, and that is because I'm sorry that we're kind of getting into the weeds here, everyone. Immediately, this tournament just we're gonna get off right off the bat. Makes no fucking sense. Oh, it's from insane. beginning. To I end. apologize to Sam, and I apologize to anyone listening to this. Yeah, we'd already committed to it by the time we'd already recorded and said, hey, we're doing this next. By the time I learned more information of, okay, so this is absolutely ridiculous from start to finish. Um, well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. First matchup. This is the only one I know is the, the very first matchup in the tournament. Rick Rude versus Terry Taylor. Damn. So this is here. this is the number one Rick Rude versus the number ten Terry Taylor. Yes, this is the only one I know for sure. Yeah. What are your thoughts here? Sorry, uh, I I liked it. I um I think it's like a cliche talking point, but just ninety two WCW and just this era in general, like the fundamentals are great. Like there's awesome punches, everything looked crisp. You know, it all it all was well worked. It was just very short and very weird. And I hate the cut immediately to the finish, but I have to because it's just so weird that I thought I'd missed something. Terry hits an atomic drop. Rude sells it big, but then just wanders over, hits the Rude Awakening, and the match is over. Well, and this that's is... kind of what the match felt like, where it felt like them just doing some stuff, just trying to kill six minutes. Yeah, this is very... Feels very filling the time. Uh, yeah. Th- what they really do is, and it's just shoddy camera work. They s- Taylor sells his knee after the atomic drop, but you don't see that because you're seeing only Rick Rude selling. Oh, so I did miss something. I guess I did miss that. You did miss that. Uh, they okay. do call it out on commentary. Okay. Um, but like, it's very quick. And when you say Rick Rude sells it big, we need to clarify. Partially because Rick Rude has a very distinct way he sells the atomic drop. Reverse atomic drop. What have you? He does not do that. That is not the, this is not the Rick Rude sell. This is him kind of just falling on his ass. And then getting oh, yeah. Up, yeah. Getting up and then doing the Rude Awakening. So he I doesn't sell it big, but like he does sell it. Oh, for sure. Like, it for hit, sure. like the offense hit. And then I guess I missed them calling out Terry's knee and they pan around and I'm like, oh, finish. Okay. Yeah, we just got robbed of the, the Rick Rude sell. If you're only going to give us like two yeah. minutes of whatever the fuck, I need that. Give me the juice. I think Taylor Taylor kind of sucks here for the most part. It's too, it's very short. So like, what are you going to do? Who gives a who? But I think he kind of stinks. Uh, doesn't look like the Taylor Taylor that gets a lot of shine in the newsletters. I try to dig into the torch to be like, hey. What were their thoughts? And the Nintendo Top 10 Challenge. And let me tell you, the Nintendo Top 10 Challenge, not rele- super relevant to the Torch. As it was getting called out in two 
editions. I think four issues apart. Which is not super helpful to figure out, okay, where was the consensus at the time of this tournament? What, what, what are people thinking? What's, what's the hot goss on this? But the only thing they did right on this match, Taylor, as always, deserves better given his in-ring skills and interview ability. I don't... Am I losing it? Are you a big Terry Taylor fan there, Dan? I, I'm not I'm not a huge Terry Taylor guy. I, I don't see I think he's just he's like the ultimate jag. Like he's just another guy. Like I don't you can take him and leave him. Yeah. Well, okay. but also I think at this point in time, isn't he I feel like him and was it Greg Valentine were tag champs either right before this or right after, or maybe during. So it's not and he's he's number ten. He's not doing nothing. I don't know what they want. What do they want? What do they, they want? Taylor made to be wrestling sting in the main event. What do they want? Hey, who knows? Dan, who knows? Not I, not I. All now right. I will say I missed the commentary about the knee, but this is the only match where the commentary is like, we have to really shoehorn in some Nintendo stuff. Like at one point they're like, this is just as fun as jacking into your Nintendo entertainment center. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think Jesse Ventura did at one point say we're 16 bit in it, which I thought yes. was a very weird phrasing, but you know, whatever. <laughs> we we do get an image of well, we're gonna have we should have done some more detective work here, but there is an image of the lineup of the, t- the the tournament bracket, which I would assume. You know what? This is probably a bit too big of an assumption for WCW that they would be arranged in the correct order. One, one de- ten. Well, I can almost guarantee. I, I know they're not because the winner of this. Well, I guess you know. I guess they are. Like they're seated because the winner of this goes on to face the winner of Dustin Rhodes versus Larry Zabisco, but we don't know what their rankings are. But that would be then. That will be the top semifinal match. Fair enough. But the next match that airs is Ricky Steamboat versus Cactus Jack. Number two versus number nine. See, that, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about it, though. Let's talk about Ricky Steamboat versus Cactus Jack. I R- love it. It's a hoop. It's a hoop. Yeah, it's awesome. Ricky, he's got his face mask on. It rocks. It, it's like, hey, that's what I want here. It's not, we don't get a lot. Like, obviously, this, this term is full of, hey, we're not going to get a lot here. <laughs> but it works. You know, the, you get pretty much what you want out of just the distilled portion of Steamo versus X Jack. Um, I, yeah. I, but the, I, yeah, it just kind of goes and ends. And then we kind of move on. I mean, it is short, but I, I really enjoyed it. I like it. Cactus makes a point that every single thing he does is like is Ricky's nose. Like every every elbow strike, every punch hitting Ricky's nose, going after the injured nose. And both guys are going 110 miles per hour, which makes sense. I mean they're in there for four minutes, but but I think if you if you got Ricky and Cactus for four minutes, this is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like there's a lot of just like WCW C show energy happening throughout this thing. Yeah. Which, you know what? Works for me. Works for me. That's for sure. Ricky Steamboat, 
he's going to be moving on here. He's going to be taking up the dub. What What is the next match in the tournament? My order, just absolutely heinous here. I believe the next match is Nikita Koloff versus Vader. Oh, it's yeah. Either, yeah, it's either that or it's Rhodes versus Zabisco. They're both, they both aired on the missing episode. So I don't know what order they would have been in, but they both aired at the same time. Well, let's start with Koloff versus Vader. I Again, another just like, hey, this match is fun because Vader is one of the best wrestlers of all time. And he understands how to work in distilled chunks. And Koloff's there for kind of a fun bruiser babyface performance. Yeah, we also get Dusty and Harley going at it at the very beginning. Yes. Yes, which... It's a very confusing thing here because Dusty immediately takes it to Harley, it looks like. But Nikita, who's aligned with Dusty here, like goes to check on him. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Your your man's the one instigating (laughs) and also kicking his ass. And they came out together. It feels like he would have been like, Dusty would have been like, I'm going to go after Harley. Yeah. Like you would have mentioned it or known like, hey, can I come out with you? I'm going to beat up Harley. But like Nikita does see him shocked. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got to I got to help out. Help out whom? Who are you helping? <laughs> Go wrestle Vader. That's 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 a job in itself. Yeah, Because then Vader just punches him right in the dome. You know, he's going to beat him up on the way back to the ring. Love Vader. Latching on that scorpion Deathlock, And yelling, where's Sting repeatedly? It was so good. That was awesome. I love that. It's just, man, Vader's so cool. It's kind of upsetting what we're going to discuss throughout this here, but like Vader's so cool. I mean, we do a tournament with Vader, not next, but then after that. Yeah, definitely. I'm doing going through my notes and I have the Dusty versus Harley thing. I have Vader gets a score. That's why it goes, where's Sting? And then I have hot take. Vader is very good. Yes. (laughs) Like that's like, it's again, a short match. All these matches are so short and Vader's just like, everything I'm going to do is going to rock for six minutes. And it does. Until this tournament full of great finishes. They just go outside and just punch each other for 10 seconds. The ref's like, that's enough. Done. Count out. Double double count out. I, I don't think he counted it. I don't think the math doesn't check out. It seems so quick. I think it is, Dan. I think they're just messing with the numbers. <laughs> They're going to do that like again. You have, you have Vader, Koloff, Harley, Dusty, whoever's on the booking committee or whatever. Like, that's the finish they came up with. Uh, this tournament has lots of great lines because WCW has lots of great lines. But I do like the commentary note of Koloff's best offense has been a defensive move. He hops out of the way of a Vader splash. And Vader does <laughs> obliterate himself in that corner. And that's great stuff. It's just like a fun little call to make. Like, yeah, Koloff's been doing okay, but really, the best thing he can do is have Vader hurt himself. I get it. I'm with it. Now, the thing is, this is a 10-person tournament, which is awkward. So they do the WDQ basically saying, okay, now it's an 8-person tournament. So you don't have to do a... Originally, this was going to be... The winner of this was going to face the winner of Ron Simmons versus Steve Austin in like a one and only quarterfinal. Exactly. But apparently they said, screw that, double DQ. Yeah, we've 
we're doing good here. We're really making. Which it's it's a count out, but I keep calling it a DQ because I have the little graphic open and they have the line after Van Vader and Nikita Koloff just this just says DQ. So we're doing good so far. We're really making yeah. progress here. We're doing it. So next up, Dustin Rose versus Larry Zabisco, based on yes. our conversation. Yeah. I'm a Larry Z fan. Dan, what where you land on him? I am too, and I'm so sure that they cut out good Larry Zabisco stuff. In the this, this is this, this is joint in progress. Yes. Yes. I can't I'm basing that on nothing but a gut feeling. No, I get this. I get this. Oh my gosh. Also, I'm reading my notes. I'm misspeaking about this. I'm making this already complicated tournament even more complicated. That match, def- the last match definitely aired where it did because that match we do have. This match and the Steve Austin Ron Simmons match are from the missing May 23rd episode. I'm sure this time. This is Don't fair. listen to me. You know what? But yeah, this one we watch on a week. We have it was aired on a later episode of syndication and we have it joined in progress. And Bill Alfonso is the ref. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. These are two good wrestlers having a professional wrestling match. It's it's good. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it is what it is. There's a one particularly sick spot in this match that I need to call out just immediately. Larry goes for a back body drop as Dustin's running. Dustin goes for a leapfrog and boom, just gets caught in midair. And gets dumped. And I it, thought, it, that's, that's sick. Let's do some more It was more just like a like shoot that. back body drop. Yeah, let's do more of that stuff. Like Dustin landed in like like a heap. Like he just, <laughs> he just splatted on the ground. It was awesome. Um, I really liked Larry's sell of running the way. Wasn't like a normal Larry Zabisco like begging off sell. Like he ran away at one point. Like. He was not having like he was running from Dustin. I thought that was cool. Yeah. No, no. This is just like Larry is so good. Also, just like being on top of someone, just like staying on top, keeping that pressure on, making it feel impactful. Like anyone, anyone who's not Larry Z fan, I don't I don't get you. Quite frankly, it doesn't jive with what I like out of pro wrestling for the most part. Uh. So yeah, I think this is like a, a t- again just a tight, fun match between two very good slash great wrestlers. I don't know. I don't have a lot to really say just because, like, again, these things are so short. You just have to kind of hope that you can take some kernels of truth out of them. Whatever yeah. that's worth. Uh, Dustin goes over, so Rick Rude versus Dustin Rhodes will be the number first semifinal match. Yes, and I will say that Dustin, that's a nice small package they gets to to grab it. Yeah, they did a good job of uh, of like I said the whole match. Like I said, it was it's so short, so it's like how I don't know how much you can tell of a story, but like, like I said, Larry was on top, and Dustin was just like you know hope spot and come back, and then that that finish was a good like you know small pack or you know small package babyface finish. I, I liked it; it was all good. Gets it right these matches are short, and then they they're they're great. For, they're good for the most part, and they fly by. Yeah. All right, here we go. Steve Austin versus Ron Simmons. Dan, where you at? I again, I feel like a broken record, but I like this too. Um, both these guys look great. Um, 
Austin's the heel here, and he is like he's just he's just a real shit. He's uh kicking Ron during the test of strength and then stomping on his hands. Um, at one point, he literally steps on him, and so they do the thing where he steps on him and looks towards the hard cam. So Ron Simmons is standing behind him, and Ron Stan- Simmons is like a very imposing figure, good at doing the whole "I'm behind you, I'm going to kill you" when you turn around. And Austin turns around, and, and Ron just picks him up by the throat. And I thought it was really good. Um, it, it just and what he does during I think we need more college college based taunting in professional wrestling. Unfortunately, we don't have enough college athletes turn professional wrestlers to make that meaningful. But he's doing the tomahawk. He's doing the Florida State tomahawk on Ron Simmons. Yeah. Which is what's important here. In, I say in, in, in Florida. So yeah, this is all good. And then uh, for a tournament with shitty finishes, I didn't mind this shit finish. Um, Polly gives Austin a chair, distracts the ref. Ron grabs the chair, uses it on Austin right when the ref turns around. Austin goes on with the DQ will finish. Yeah, I think we're kind of just like run the gambit of what can you do with this? The finishes in this tournament. Uh, it doesn't seem like we're really going to get a lot. We're not getting a lot of clean stuff here. It's going to be a lot of stuff like this. It, it's funny because the whole tournament's designed and like the idea of it, I guess, I guess is it's the top 10 guys. Let's find out definitively where they all rank. And like nothing's definitive. This is just, I don't know, treading water. Yeah. <laughs> like these are, it's good wrestling, but as far as like accomplishing anything, you know what? Not really. We're not doing that here. That's not what this is for. That's not what any of this is about. It's about 16 bitters. 16 bitters. Dan, you so we're about to Austin, the second round. Austin wins this. Yes. So the turn, the semifinals are Rick Rude versus Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat versus Steve Austin. But like I said, Ricky Steamboat versus Steve Austin is the semifinal that just, as far as I can tell, does not air anywhere ever. And on top of that, ends in a draw, a time limit draw that cage match calls, I want to see, eight minutes and 29 seconds. <laughs> so that's your first semifinal. Dan, what did you what did you send me? Did you watch Ricky Steamboat versus Steve Austin? I did. Is it on that same show? That's really funny. You said main event of this show. Oh my god, I'm cracking up. From on February 22nd. It is a episode of main event from June 14th. That Maybe had- it did there somewhere. It does end with a time limit finish. Okay, well, there you go. Don't listen to me. I don't even remember finding out. I was so deep into watching all this crap to find these six-minute matches. I thought it didn't air. To, based on what you're telling me, now I need to watch it to see, hey, do, is there people with an all-in-white in the front row here? <laughs> because that's St. Petersburg. Yeah, that would it would need to be two people all-in-white bookend by two guys wearing black shirts. And it needs to be in that the yep. the bay the bayfront center. That's that one. I'm I'm not sure if they're all in white. One of them's all in white. One of them's got a white t-shirt. Yeah, that two that's black them. t-shirts. That's them. Okay, I did find it, and I guess I guess I think you I originally given. I'm, I must have originally given up hope, and then found it and texted it to you. And I don't have any notes about it. Was it good? It's good. Like 
I feel like you're gonna get the this vibe is a mess. of this entire match. <laughs> like you've seen a Steve Austin versus Ricky Steamboat match in your life. It is sort of a sl- these two dudes that could do this in their sleep doing that. Is back and forth. There's not a lot of like momentum being built up by either end. Like Steve Austin will get in a little bit of a wearing Ricky down, then Ricky will start firing back. Like it never feels like any one person has control of this match. It's a lot back and forth, but they're both extremely talented wrestlers that understand how to make that make that work. And yeah, I, you really don't. Ha- I, don't, I can't really say a whole lot more than that. At the, to be frank, I do like that. Like we're getting towards the end of the match, and Austin has kind of a, a good bit of offense going on inside, and then Ricky starts making this comeback, and where it looks like we're feeling we're careening towards the end of this matchup, but Austin like is desperately trying to just like not succumb to the the force here and tries to do a double a takedown and puts his feet on the rope. Gets a two count, but then immediately is just, again, getting blasted away by Ricky. And it's just like, towards the end, you know it's about to be a time limit. I don't know what the time limit is. Like, you write it to me, but I'm like, was this TV time limit remaining? What was the situation here? Because, it's again, it's a tournament matchup. Why are you doing that here? Because, like, you should be accounting for these things. But regardless, that's a, a time limit draw for the semifinals of the tournament. I'm cracking up. I definitely watched that, send it to you, and then it melted from my brain. There you go. Like, I'm looking at, you're looking, you're right. I sent it to you. I said, this is where it is. Then didn't put anything in my notes about it. Just skipped it and went right to what is now, like, the de facto finals. <laughs> but there we that's, go. That's, We're going to move on, on to the finals. With, that's on brand with this tournament. That feels okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might as well have not aired. We'll move on to the finals, though. It's Dustin Rhodes versus Rick Rude. Tell me about this guy. Tell me about this now, guy. Now, I don't know. I was, I might have had too high of expectations because I love both these guys. And it's actually like the only tournament match that gets any length at all. And I thought it was just fine. It was, I mean, it's, it's over 10 minutes, like the only, definitely the only one over 10 minutes. And it, it did not blow me away at all. What did you think? I thought it was really good. Oh, I, all right. I, I really did enjoy this. I also enjoy Rude's line in his promo. I have not watched a lot of Rick Rude promos. This is likely just like his run the mail catchphrase at this point in 92. Oh, I know what you're going to call out. It was a good promo. Where he says, we will beat you, mistreat you, and we'll cook your goose. Cook your goose. That's just. <laughs> but I think, is he also rhyming it because he made a point to call her Medusa instead of Medusa? That is true. So true. he's got a, he's got a flow going. I will say he, that last line, it's so it goes hard, but also does not match up with what he's going for at that point in time. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't. You missed a, a a cadence here with with cook your goose, but whatever, it's powerful stuff. I also commentary just telling you, Rude has nothing to gain. Like, this tournament has been pointless for him. It has just been meaningless. He came in number one. He's still here. Why bother? It's, it is the perfect ending for this tournament to be. It's going to end in a semifinal 
with a number one seated guy going over anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Literally nothing like, to say. This is the I know this is the right matchup because this is the finally the time that they start talking about the tournament again after all these <laughs> non correct <laughs> viewings. But no, I, I dig this. I think there's like an actual flow to the match, which is great. Dustin really works over Rude's back. At one point, he does like stay an absurdly long amount in a camel clutch. She's like, what are we doing here? Let's let, wrap this part up. But other than that, I think it's really strong. Like Rude is just incredibly talented at coming off like a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And even when he's like doing his hip swivel and has to sell his back, just being just beat to bits. Oh yeah. He deserves that. Hope he fucking gets it crushed a little bit more here. And then Dustin's Dustin. Like, well, I don't know what you say about Dustin at this point. There's one part where he kind of powers up and it's immediately, almost immediately after this camel clutch sequence where he's in his headlock, uh, where Rude has him in a headlock. He powers up. Pushes Rude in the corner, goes for a monkey flip, and Rude just fucking shoves him right down to the mat. But he rolls through, and I'm like, I don't know how you roll through with that much force, but good on you. And then Rude turns him inside out with a clothesline. It just rocks. And is that that's also the same sequence where as he Rude goes for the punch when Dustin's on the ground and Dustin moves out of the way. Was that a separate point in the match? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay, I love I love that because he he looks like he breaks his hand. Yeah, like he just swings for the mat. Dustin moves. He hits his hand. I mean, I don't want to come off like I hate this match. It was a it was a it was a really good match. I just think I saw how much time was left in the show, which two guys it was, and was like, I was ready for it. I was like, this will redeem the entire tournament. Here we go. Yeah. No, it's it's good though. I think like this is a a solid end to this specific tournament. The way everything had gone, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, of course, this is how we're gonna just like a solid, good, two great worst wrestlers having a good match sort of business. Heck yeah! And then Rude will eventually be our our winner. Dustin, and there's no there's no popping circumstance. There's no they don't present him with a Nintendo, <laughs> which would have been very funny. It would have been really good, much better than what happened, which was nothing. Yeah. I do wonder, like, did Nintendo, like, did they pay for this? I have to assume, right? You have to, but, like, they did not get their money's worth, no matter how little they paid. No. Like, graphics or anything that says Nintendo would be smaller. Yeah, because the, even the bracket just calls it the top 10 challenge. Yeah. There's no specific ad there's no like call to action telling me to buy a nintendo it's just a couple times they're like hey nintendo 16 bitter rick rude's still number one it's very very odd very odd the the finish specifically is rude gets close on to the outside he's trying to get in dustin wants to get right at him referee's pushing dustin back dustin you know what not called for. Super rude. Just tosses the referee aside. When he don't doesn't respect this authority, Rude smacks him with the U.S. title. And that's how he wins it. 
and that's one of those moments where uh, Jesse Ventura, the heel uh, announcer, has a, a good point where he's like, because as Jr. the other guy, I can't remember. He goes, uh, he should be he should be disqualified for using the belt. It's like he should be disqualified for pushing the ref. I'm like they're both right. It is a just a, a you know whatever finishes tournament. I mean, it fits with all the other finishes. Um, yeah. Yeah, they no one at WCW cared about this tournament. I think that's fair to say. You could tell think, me that they recorded all of these matches across two days and they retroactively decided to make this a tournament. And I would it's believe so it's like if you're listening to this and you like these guys, like don't watch this tournament. There's better stuff to watch. There's better stuff to watch from this same month, this same year of all these guys. I'm so sure of it. Like, it's just, it's so pointless. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. I love all these guys. How could this be? How could this be bad? That's very true. You know what? And I don't think this is bad. I, yeah, I wouldn't say bad. It's just, how could it be so? Let's like, let's get into it a little bit. Let's go yeah. into our, we'll get to it in a second. Do our over, yeah. overall thoughts, but. Okay. All right. Let's move on to. Match of the tournament. This, I don't know. I think I'm going to be different than you. I'm, I said it's Ricky Steamboat versus Cactus Jack. I don't care if it's three, four minutes long. I loved it. I get it. I, it is Dustin Rhodes versus Rick Root for me. Yeah. I think that's just got too much going for it. Again, I hate that. I, I, I do like that match. Like there's a, the, the, the pile driver spot where they like they fight over it, but not in a, you know, Undertaker WrestleMania choreographed way where like they are really fighting over who's going to win the pile driver. And it, it's a good match. I, it was between these two for me. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I, I really do like the steamboat versus cactus Jack match. Again, you're in a lot of just matchups of wrestlers that aren't going to put in bad matches against fucking brooms, let alone another good wrestler. And that's, you don't need a long time. Short matches are good. I think that's also what should be said right up front. Short matches are good. We don't need 15 plus minutes to make something compelling. You don't need 10 plus minutes. You just need to do some shit. They certainly do some shit in that one. Now, Worker, I might be contradicting myself because I just listed two matches with four different guys. And I'm saying my Worker of the Tournament's Vader. Oh, that's such a good shout. I get it. Lean into that a little bit, though. Tell me more. I, I, I don't think he had the best match. I don't think. I obviously don't think he has the second best match. He, everything he did rolled. Every punch he threw rolled. Every Vader bomb he went for, he tried to kill himself or Nikita. Um, even the shitty finish. He's out there throwing punches. He's out there throwing everything into the punches before he gets counted out in four seconds. Uh, screaming worst thing highlight of the tournament. This is, a, this is a big guy putting a scorpion deathlock on another big guy. It's not the prettiest, but it looks like it hurts. And he's screaming worst thing. And I just, I loved every second Vader was on my screen. And I think that has to factor in. In a tournament where no one, it's not a normal tournament where there's all these rounds because we only have you know, two two rounds of tournament to watch, and it's all very short. 
So normally, you know, getting extra three matches in, sometimes four matches with some of these tournaments we have, those guys get an advantage. Well, here I felt everyone was pretty even. Who stood out the most? And that was Vader for me. I get it. I get it. Yeah, when we, you get max two matches for a wrestler. So I'm going to pick someone that had two matches. I go Ricky Steamboat. Okay. Between okay. The, the Austin match, which you did not remember, so you don't no. get to say boo about it. I can't it, say, yeah. Which is just a good match. Just like, hey, these are two wrestlers that really <laughs> feel like, okay, Ricky's going through the motions for Ricky Steamboat is not like going through the motions for other wrestlers. Everything he does was such snap. It's like, okay, I'm in. And we already talked about Ricky Steamboat versus Cactus Jack. That is a really good match. I think you kind of sold me. Like, yeah. And this is the guy that helped spring some life into this tournament for me. Almost went Dustin just because I do like the Larry match. And I do. That was my guess of who you were going to pick is, is Dustin. But and then the deal is like, I think I really liked Rude's performance the most out of the finals. And I think I like Larry's performance the most out of the other match. So it's like, ah, Dustin was good in those matches. But if he's not the best match in best person to either match, I don't know. Feels like I got to go tough, a different direction. Tough. I will say it feels like if Rude had literally any of the other seven guys or eight guys to be against in his first round match, he could have won work of the tournament pretty easily. It's just that first round match with Terry Taylor is really nothing. So kind of hurts his case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, gotta just deal with the Nintendo Top 10 Challenge deal with del- del- <laughs> here. All right, we're getting into ratings. I had a real tough time with this. I, La- I'm personally slapping a 2.5 on this one. Two po- See, here's what I did. My thoughts were... 2.25 but last week we gave 2.5 to the pwg tournament and there's no way i can pretend i'd rather watch that again than watch this again so i went 2.5 as well see i the math is not it's not easy it's tough it's tough because well i would say yes this is a term i would rather watch i'm also like in the grand scheme of wcw nineteen eighty two. You could just throw on eight matches from worldwide main event, and it'd be as good or better. Yes, in power, probably, power. probably, almost, almost, probably make more sense as a tournament. Yes, yeah, you could create your own narrative that is explainable by doing. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like short matches are good. I mean, the rings tournament we both loved that, like stuff didn't hang around when it need didn't need to, but like. So all the negatives to this tournament are that it makes no sense or that it's a 10 man tournament doesn't need to be. It's stupid finishes. It's why is the number one seated guy winning in the semis? Why, why did this whole thing take place? Yeah. We're also ringing it as a tournament. And at the end of the day, like this doesn't make much sense as a tournament. Yeah. It does not feel at any point. This thing has stakes, which like, that's why I like tournaments. Like, okay. It's a self-contained thing. That like at the end, it's a culmination of preceding events. I mean, honestly, now I'm regretted going. I I wish I went lower. Now you talk, you talk to me, you talk to me, you talk to me, and I shouldn't have bumped it up. But I literally I went to enter it in, and it's right below the PWG one. And I'm like, I don't want to ever watch that again. But I guess that's that really is a ranking of what I'd rather watch WCW 1992 
yes. for PWG 2015? And that's an easy answer. That's yeah. not what we're doing. Yeah, that's not a fair question. That's not yeah. a fair question. It's like, yeah. is it, oh, what would I rather, rather watch? Or like, what do I think is better? Or As a man that- who has spent in past episodes talked about like the integrity of tournaments, it's hard for me to go to the bat for this one too much. Yeah, there is just a lot going on here. You know what, though? Go watch 1992 WCW. I think that's a good use of your time. Speaking of that, we're almost doing that next week or next episode. What are we doing, Dan? We're doing the 1992 G1 Climax, which features WCW and New Japan wrestlers. I'm excited. I've never seen it somehow. I have heard about it. I've seen reviews from TJ Hawk. That's where I land. I'm excited right. to dig into it. Me too. Dan, do you have any plugs? Uh, no, just the usual. Listen to Sam. DM me to buy a house. All right. Thanks, everyone. Go follow us at WDKWPN on Twitter. Go listen to QNTR. I'm sure that this week you'll hear from them talking about AEW's revolution. Maybe I... I'm getting ahead of myself, but otherwise, just go listen to the feed. I think we've got some good stuff coming out right now, and excited to see kind of what we got coming down the pipeline for the next few weeks. Again, thank you for listening.